and boom goes the dynamite. It's Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for a brand new episode of The Boom, presented as always by Fight Game Media. Kevin, how's your week been, buddy? James, 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 James. Um, <laughs> you've been working too you're, hard, you're buddy. You're looking rough here, Kevin. This you're is not rough. Kevin Ely. We have the same oh, beard. Uh, but do. Uh, yeah, and we're both in our 50s. But unfortunately, this is not Kevin Ely. I tuned in myself expecting to hear Kevin and... Here I, I'm hearing this Canadian. And here you are as the co-host. Kevin, Kevin has sold me out, left me for dead here, but thank God for the glorious gentleman, Paul Fontaine, for, for bailing me out here this evening. Kevin is just ha- going buck wild in Mexico right now on vacation. God only knows what he's getting up to. While while Kevin, while, while Paul and I are left here to talk about what was a pretty great week in AEW almost based purely on one of the better dynamites, I think, of the year. Where do you rank this one? Among, I mean, clearly, I don't have in mind, like, oh, this was 17 of 52, but it was a really good dynamite. Uh, it, it was. It was. And, and I mean, I, I made the comment on, uh, on the Dynamite show that the main event was just about perfect. Now, the, the part of where it wasn't perfect um, – mm-hmm. Jeff and I had, I, I would say, a little bit of a disagreement on just how unperfect that made it. Uh, there, yeah. there was one key thing, and we'll get into it when we do Dynamite. But, you know, it, it's not just AEW. Um, and Rampage was good as well, and we got a ton mm-hmm. of great stuff to look forward to. But it was just wrestling in general, specifically on TV. I mean, I saw three matches this week, and two of them were on Dynamite, that I rated at four and a half stars just on TV. And 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 then a whole bunch of other ones that were like four let, stars. Let let's talk about this week in wrestling. So yeah, Dynamite gave us one of their best best night. AW gave us one of their best nights of the year. Yep, we are getting the the Triple H era, the beginning of it in WWE, which is fantastic. Um, this week alone, I saw three. I think three matches I really wanted to see on Impact. So I recorded yep. Impact. For the first time in months, Kushida and Rich Swan was great, oh, and and the thing wait. is, like it, I I've been keeping track. It's the fifth week in a row that that show has had a four star match. We They've had been doing Mia, a great we, job. We had Mia Yim and um, uh oh my goodness, oh Deanna Perazzo a couple weeks ago. Huh? We had Chelsea Green and Mickey James. We had Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, which was a classic. And Alex Shelley had one uh, like those first guys. One. It's just amazing. So much ring yeah. time together, whether yeah. tagging mm-hmm. or against each other over the years. They, those two probably couldn't have a bad match if no. they tried. And then Drew McIntyre um, and Sheamus last night or uh, Friday night on SmackDown mm-hmm. had a 30 minute brawl that was just crazy like it was almost as good as the two dynamite matches. I hadn't heard that yet. I oh, like I, I, I have. There's never been a time in my life, Paul, where I have less time to watch wrestling, and there's maybe never been a time with more great wrestling. I saw maybe 15, 20 minutes of Ric Flair's last match pay-per-view today, mm-hmm. and I've got to catch – I've got to get all through that because I know there were probably some good matches. I, I see. just – for me, it's just – that one is where I kind of had to draw the line this week. Just yeah. – no, and not – no slight on the card, although – Yeah. I mean, I've – privately said you know some things and mm-hmm. a part of me doesn't really like the idea of rick flair doing another match but yeah um the card itself is incredible it's just yeah. so much good wrestling you know and i just only have so many minutes in a day and i gotta record a podcast with you 
So <laughs> you've you know, got it. Yeah. That's and, right. and I, I say gotta. I, I mean, this is a privilege. <laughs> this is a privilege for me. Thank you so much. No That's problem. a nice save there. Um, okay. Let's see. So one of the, one of the ways we always kick this off, let's see. Um, we generally do one segment before we get to the heat index. And that segment I think is the announcement of the trios titles. We've, been looking forward to them for months we've been talking about them for months and one thing we were always told was trios titles are being held until kenny omega is ready to return so now that they've announced these trios titles paul it feels like kenny omega cannot be far off and also that make that makes me feel like red dragon's probably not that far off from <laughs> returning as well and then we can maybe finally have our coal on a pole match or something to that effect <laughs> um what, what are you excited about the trios titles? This this mm. makes the this will make the twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth titles actively held by people in AEW. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that's that. real. That's real. Wow. Now this includes AAA titles that are being held, and you know a lot of things like that. Also, it includes the BTE title, but. And, There's and that many people with gold in AEW I, at the moment. Well, okay, when you break, put it that way, it almost feels like it might be that might be low. Uh, yeah, it might be. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I made the joke that you know it's been like a couple of weeks since we got the announcement of a new title. So I was Jones, and I'm sure Tony yeah. is. I mean, I'm sure women's tag team titles are not too far away, and I'm not even joking about that. No, I think uh, you're probably right on that. Yeah, am I excited? Um, I wouldn't say I'm excited, uh, but but I mean I I guess I'm I know the matches are going to be good, and yeah. I know that the um, got the teams for it they do and Tony loves trios matches mm-hmm. and titles so I do believe that he's going to build shows around these titles and the yeah. people in the matches are going to have just incredible matches so this is going to be like one more like just excellent match on a pay-per-view one more excellent main event on a dynamite so how can you not look forward to that yeah um and i believe i believe we i was we were told that the the titles are going to be the championship's going to be decided at all out am i right on that yes okay which is like you said another great match on a pay-per-view i don't know how they get through this tournament like depending i mean they haven't said how many teams you asked me to come up with a list and I see the notes here from Kevin, and the lists yeah. are pretty identical, although okay. he had a few that I missed. I mean, we could have a 16-team tournament. We could have an 8-team yeah. tournament. We could have a 4-team tournament. I would probably go with 8. I'm hoping it's 8. I yeah. really hope it's 8. But even 8, well, that's 7 matches. Yeah, that's a good – yeah. You know, but then we got two shows a week plus Dark and Elevation and – I, I think for sure – let's see. Did he – I think for sure we'll have to have House of Black – yeah, I think best friends Orange Cassidy are a hundred percent. I think they're. I think they. I they may even be the first champs, but I would definitely have them in the finals. I I would not mind them being champs, but I have to wonder. Red Dragon, Adam Cole, mm-hmm. Young Bucks, and whoever they end up with, and I and I assume it'll be Kenny Omega. Well, that I, that's the key, right? Um, yeah. I, I I when I wrote my teams down, I actually had mm-hmm. Bucks ending up with Cutler. And then, and then the that uh, changes things significantly, right? And then Silver and Reynolds with Page, and then yeah. maybe both those teams get eliminated, and then they figure out, oh, you know what, we need each other. So yeah. that's a way to keep that as a future challenger, but not necessarily be the first champs, you know, because you don't right. want to blow your wad. No, I and, and the thing is, 
<laughs> I think you are. Okay. Absolutely. I am. Uh, I tend to have a filthy mouth on here. Okay. And I think that's safer than the things I usually say. <laughs> but I mean, but I, House of Black, I see here. Yeah. Um, Death Triangle, I forgot to, to list. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't even thinking. Also, FTR, if, if yep. Punk is back. Well, I wrote that they were Wardlow. clearly playing that up. Wardlow Ooh, team yeah. FTR as well. I mean, yeah. uh, BCC, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. I mean, yeah. there's so many good teams. And then it's stacked. And Spin we don't Darby even have, Miro. And we don't oh, even Spin have Darby like, Miro. you know, there could be jobber teams in there, like the wingman. Um, who else did I? You could have Tony Nice and Josh Woods and Mark Sterling, you know, if you just need somebody yeah. to lose in the first round, if they're going to have yeah. a 16 team tournament. Um, yeah, I like, gotta say, Tony Nice has really been growing on me. Like, I've he's, been a he's doing nothing but of his forever. I yeah, said he should have been nothing in the but BCC. losing, but I love him. I yeah. love him. Oh, and the thing is, he would he is great in his role right now, and he would be great in BCC. He'd be yeah. great in, but Yuda's been he'd be great, great in almost any of these. Yeah. yeah, he has been great. And uh, Yuda is, is they surprised everybody with Yuda, and they've gotten him, they've gotten him over. You, I even Got had Yuda and Danielson and Claudio could be a team because Yuda yeah. and, and and Claudio have belts, but they're ROH belts, so I mean, yeah. they they could be in this tournament. And Danielson doesn't have a belt, so yeah, um, no, that's you know. a great that's a great group. Also, um, two of my favorite tag teams that are never going to have AEW tag championship belts around their waist are Silver and Reynolds, who I, I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them as characters, but I genuinely love them as, as a tag team. They're a phenomenal tag team. And I and I really have a soft spot in my heart for best friends. And I and I have for a long time. Um it's began with their promos, but I also like their tag work as well. And this could be a chance for them to really get in the mix for titles that aren't the AEW tag titles, which I have to assume are going to stay elevated just a little higher than the trios titles, perhaps. With the but, with the limited amount of time you have, especially with your new job, I don't know if you get much chance to watch Darker Elevation. But if you like Silver and Reynolds, you got to see them in a in a squash match on Dark and Elevation, where they're the team that's going over. Yeah. Their finishing sequence is the best. It's like it's, the best thirty seconds in pro wrestling. It's the absolute best. It's, Absolutely, yeah. And and it's, did they have one this week? I don't know. I didn't or last talk. week. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. no. But I mean, it's it's incredible, and it's too bad that you know, like they just have so much. Reynolds is kind of bland. Silver is small, but yeah. you know, so they're never like you said. They're probably never going to be the world tag team champions, but they can have great matches. That's with, the thing is, whoever yeah. has the belts, yep. I believe they will always be able to put on a really a phenomenal match against did we, and, we didn't um, mention the house of black yet <laughs> like dude house of black and <laughs> house of black and and death triangle are oh. maybe the two most exciting teams in this and this is a group that includes blackpool combat club yeah. so like, i think i think like if you had like okay so if it's a four-team tournament you know mm-hmm. house of black uh death triangle the Bucks and whoever their partner is going to be yeah. and best friends in Orange Cassidy. There's your four teams. Yeah. Now, if you want to expand it to eight, then maybe you add, I got Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh and uh, Sanjay Dutt. Oh yeah. Be, you yeah. Know, you got to have them in there. Um, Undisputed Elite most likely. Cole, Undisputed Elite, Cole and Red Dragon, Sting, Darby and Miro. Um, that, oh. And then, you know, uh, Ass Boys and Billy Gunn. The they have club. to be in this. Yeah, you know, right like now. there's eight now. Now we got eight, and we still okay. haven't got to a bunch of these. And then teams. if you have them, then it makes me think 
you'd want to pull the acclaimed in with a tag partner, but who would their tag partner I don't know. be? You know, and, Swerve. I mean, he's with tagging with Lee, but yeah, you know, he could tag with them. That's not a bad idea. But also, you've Starks. got um, oh, that would be yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay, now it is a real shame that we have we've lost Proud and Powerful mm-hmm. when we're about to gain this new this new this new tag title. Um, so you've got Eddie Kingston. You've got um, Ortiz. Oh, Ortiz. Who's the third? If they're in it. Who's the third? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, maybe – now, maybe that's – oh, you know, you could do is Danielson, and then you could have, like, the team, you know, because Danielson the, doesn't have a belt, and him and Kingston hate each other. but them butting heads. But they're a good they're team. They're still working and, together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could do that. I, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, maybe, maybe Jungle Boy – Oh no, but that wouldn't work because yeah, uh, Ruby and Anna J. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, well, the, you, you we weren't even thinking about Jurassic ex, Jurassic Express and who they could tag with, and it's a real shame that they probably won't won't have Marco stunt. But I would love to see yeah. that, even if it's yeah. just a one time thing, um, as a way to get Marco. Yeah, we didn't even check. mention I'd that. Love that. Yeah, we yeah. didn't mention them. There's, we could. We're saying there could be a sixteen team tournament. You could you could do a twenty team tournament with buys. <laughs> like AEW could put this together hundred percent. You could easily do a sixteen team. Yeah. But but I mean I don't think they have enough time for a sixteen team. So probably oh, eight is what we're looking at. Um yeah. you know, and, and eight is is more than enough. Two point oh and Daniel Garcia, we haven't even mentioned. Like <laughs> and they've been monsters yeah. lately daniel yeah. garcia coming off the biggest win of his career we're going to talk about that i'm sure jericho and david lee yeah. roth oh i mean the other event Sammy Hager. <laughs> there's jericho so many possibilities Sammy Hager. there you go there's I, your... I want i want everybody listening to tag me at peppermint fatty and paul what's your name on twitter at paul ace fontaine one word yes tag us both and let us know who who you what te- what trios team you most want to see in the tournament and what team you would like to see win the title because i for me those are two different things mm-hmm. um there's teams that i want to see and i want to see do well but i don't think are going to win the title so yeah let us know on twitter tag us use hashtag the boom and i'm really looking forward to talking about this throughout the week and of course also in the fight game media group and um, if you've never checked us out on Patreon, check out patreon.com slash fight game media for just $5 a month. You get extra shows every month by all your fight game media hosts. You get full length versions of brace for impact and tons of other shows for less than the cost of a, a of a extra value meal at McDonald's. You get a lot of fantastic content. You help support me. You help support Kevin Ely's wild adventures across Mexico. <laughs> you support Paul and everybody else here at Fight Game Media. And, of course, always check out FightGameMedia.com for all the latest news in boxing, pro wrestling, and MMA. Every week when I do my uh, my MMA radio show for Sports Talk 977 in Louisiana, one of the last things I do is I check out Fight Game Media um, for kind of the, the Monday rundown to see what all – in case – See if I missed anything over the weekend, and very frequently there's something there that I missed. Um, okay, back to the show. Paul, let's see. Okay, we've spent 15 minutes talking the trio's titles. We could spend an hour. We could do an entire show on this title, and I think it's probably one of the more fun titles potentially to talk about because you have so many different permutations that you could put together. 
And I do really hope we have Kenny back, and I really hope we have Punk back. But I doubt we'll have everybody back. But it would be really cool to have it. Um, I wonder we could probably put Takeshita in some of those slots if we. Oh. But I think we might be losing him. I'm not sure about that. Well, I mean, but, he's challenging Claudio at Battle of the Belt, so we still oh, for a little true. bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. I, I think. I think we. He's here for a year. It's just like he's going to be heading back to Japan every once in a while for a big show, right. and you know, maybe a couple minor shows leading up to it. But you know, there's no reason to believe we won't be seeing him once or twice a month. For, that makes me happy. Like I yeah. was scared. I was scared yeah. when I saw he's going back to Japan. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. We got to. I thought we had a year. I need a little <laughs> bit longer. Um, Kevin, of course, has been pushing for the Takeshita uh, streaming network, considering all the matches <laughs> I heard been that. on. So, who, yeah. who, so what, gun to your head, who who do you want to have the titles? Like you asked for on Twitter, and who do you think yeah. will win the titles? Okay, and I'll give you mine. I really think, I think this title revol- is going to revolve around undisputed elite and the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. I think it's going to be one of those teams. I really do. That I, I I think I would like it to be the Dark Order. I'd love for them to have gold uh, okay. finally. Okay, that's who I would like. And I I think that the first champions are going to be um, the undisputed elite Cole O'Reilly and Fish. Okay, but I hope that the first champions are Sting, Darby, and Miro. I really want Sting to get some yeah. gold in this run. Like I'm. I've, I've said it before a million times. I'm so excited that Sting is getting this run that I don't think any of us ever expected no. in AEW, considering he was the one guy that never wrestled for WWE. He goes, he loses to Triple H, and then is out. And I just thought that is such a terrible way for Sting to end this amazing career. Where as a kid, he was he was the South's Hulk Hogan. He really was. And um and still, like when we ask um. Every every year at WrestleMania, we talk about wrestling at Sports Talk nine seven seven, and we ask everybody like who their favorite wrestler is, and Sting still dominates all these years later, and um and I never expected him to get this run with Darby Allen. I just really thought he'd be a manager, and he'd manage Darby for a little while, and then he'd go away. And he has looked like a million bucks, and he's done things I never expected him to do. Done things I don't ever want him to do again. <laughs> Um, jumping specifically, jumping off of things, jumping off of anything. I don't want to ever see Sting jump again. He looked great doing it. I just don't want him to break because I love the man dearly. I would, I would absolutely love to see the the belts around his waist at least once before he finally retires for good. Yeah, totally agree. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so we've got so Kevin before he darted off unexpectedly to Mexico in the dead of night. Um, he left us with a heat index. And so I'm going to go through it and I'm looking forward to seeing how your heat index differs from Kevin's. Yeah. And we're going to start at the bottom and it's a shame we don't have Kevin here because I would like for him to explain himself on his honorable mention slash dishonorable mention. He has Anna J slash sky blue. So I'm assuming Anna was his honorable mention and Sky was his dishonorable mention. Uh, I would think, or maybe the other way around. Sky no, I think it's much. both. I think it's both. Okay, and and okay. here's here's why. I, I'm going to say, and, and I'll agree, and I'll play the part of Kevin since you called me Kevin at the beginning. Okay. Um, first of all, you got Anna that beautiful Jay. salt and pepper beard, man. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Anna J. The new name. 
I'm not a fan. Um, especially the way that they, no, and especially the way they put it on rampage where it's, I thought it was Anna and then capital J capital A capital S, but no, it's Anna J her old name. And then capital A capital S, which makes no sense. That makes no sense. It's terrible. Yeah. So that's the first part. The second part was, listen, that was, that, that is breaking news to me. I did not, I did not know that coming in. No, they showed it on rampage, but I mean, you know, they show stuff so much that you you easily could have missed it. Uh, The other thing is the promo that she, that she cut, which was a direct ripoff of Bianca Belair. I'm the sexiest. I'm the bravest. Or I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said two EST words. And then all of a sudden, so Jeff and I had a bit of a back and forth about this. I wasn't sure. Jeff thinks it was on purpose. Okay. I'm not sure if it was on purpose or if she just accidentally did it and then realized what she was doing and stopped. But it was like <laughs> the promo was just a little a little muffled. But the the sky blue part. Okay. Now you clued me in on Twitter when I said Dante Martin picked sky blue. Like what? Why? Been and dating you, about a year now. I had no idea. And I'm sure 99.9% no. of the people watching had no idea. Almost no one. I listened to Brian Alvarez. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't know why sky blue is with Dante. It's just, you know, it was her chance to shine. The fact is she did nothing. Um, no, she, she might as well nothing. not been there. And um, I'm I'm a sky blue fan. I really like her. She's very young. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Maybe she's too awesome. Young? I'm a little too young, but I was so disappointed. I was so dis- I expected something. This was a really good opportunity for her to step up that tiniest of levels. Yeah. She didn't do anything. No, and and I mean and and I gotta think like I don't know if she was given stuff to do and she just forgot or if they just told her, hey, go out there and just do, do whatever you feel do your seems thing, right. Scott. And she's just yeah. like, I don't know what to do. Um, you know, so it's it's funny because I have this back and forth with her because I watch NXT as well. And and I have this back and forth with I'm not 100 percent positive that Sky Blue and Core Jade aren't the same person. And <laughs> and uh, they, so they've got a back and forth at times. Sky Blue has been a little higher in the pecking order right now. Core Jade is like up here and sky blue is down here because core jade just turned heel and she's kind of finding herself as that character and sky blue just completely dropped the ball here and uh you know she was just standing outside the ring you know the all the you know sammy's like attacking dante and she, don't do that yeah, yeah like, like literally her man is getting beaten yeah. up and she's she stopped did nothing please stop. And then she stands in front of him and then nothing happened. And then Anna Jay runs yeah. down to do a beat down and she just hits her with like the weakest slap in history. And then she falls and it's, I don't know, it was just bad. And it wasn't good. Yeah. So, I mean, I think good. that's probably, I don't, I think he meant both of them. And then, okay, he, you know, and then, and then the match itself, which this was kind of revolved around Dante ended up getting yeah. injured. And this yeah. match was, I mean, I'm not even sure why it was there. It was maybe the only down spot on the show. And I mean, it was a good yeah. match. But the fact yeah. that that uh, Dante got injured and and the whole fact is like, what? why was that match even there? You got one person injured, somebody else kind of exposed. Anna didn't look good. Yeah. It didn't serve outside of the actual physical match. Yeah. It didn't serve anybody well. No, and, and the match have, came out of nowhere. Have, didn't. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess they must have announced on Twitter or something, but I don't yeah. really know the storyline reason for the match. Um, right. Other than, you know, if something was going to be started and then the plans got derailed because Dante got hurt. And you know what? To be fair, perhaps 
if the injury happened early in the match, maybe Sky Blue was worried about that, and maybe that's why she was off her game. That could have completely thrown her yeah. off. I lo- yeah. I was looking up her age because I wanted to say twenty. I think she was nineteen. She's twenty two now. Oh, twenty two. Okay. Um, I think a young twenty two. I think the she, core she, Jade she, I mentioned is I think twenty. So okay, yeah, and they. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen Core Jade, but I mean, the two of them. I have. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're. I totally see that. They're very close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Basically you know that same, was. Yeah. I had That's my honorable mention. My honorable mention was Hook, just because he yeah. got a title, and you know. So I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan. I, my dishonorable mention would have been the Bucks, but I. Okay, let's hear why. Let's hear why for the Bucks. I didn't like that segment at all. I just thought it, okay. it should have been. You have your should have been on Dynamite segment. That one yeah. should have been on BT. That shouldn't have. That, that should have been on BT. It should not have yeah. been on Dynamite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The acting was terrible, and uh, you know, and and it was just, you know, what it was. It was. Yeah. Um, the 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 uh what are the the t-birds and the pink ladies and danny and sandy you know like and you remember that scene in the in the uh in the malt shop where like yeah. they he runs into sandy and it's all awkward and and like he's got a girl with doesn't them. know we're talking grease here yeah 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 oh yeah you know what yeah i mean i'm i'm getting old yeah that that movie came out when i was in nine so <laughs> no seven I saw, seven i saw the replay in theaters years later when everybody yeah. was dressed up when they re-released it yeah but, but of course seen i didn't i also did the play in high school but yeah this was oh, just awesome. you know a, a typical yeah typical high school drama kind of thing and it, i don't yeah. know the acting was bad and so i mean it no, wasn't it was it was only a minute long and i don't i don't know if you heard the the boom when i talked about this i hear i listen every week but oh thank you no problem but um when I was at Double or Nothing in Vegas, and I'm sitting in the stands, and um, I'm watching the Young Bucks match, and I don't even remember what the match was, honestly, at this point. The Hardys. That's right, the Hardys. Okay. Yeah. And I'm watching Brandon Cutler, like, stalk around the ring, doing his thing, and, like, the Hardys and the Young Bucks are kind of going back and forth doing pose-offs. I, it hit me. I thought... I've never seen a pro wrestling match that looked more like high school theater than this. And I've seen the Young Bucks before live, and I didn't think that before. But there was something about that match that felt like a high school drama production. Yeah, I mean, I'm I I I like the. They can sometimes they can sometimes come off that way. I'm I'm not like I'm not you know one that's going to say the Bucks are like the best tag team in history. Although they're up there. Um, Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, and but I'm also not going to say oh they're ruining pro wrestling and it's Corey blah blah. blah." No, no. I mean, if it's over and and if yeah, it's just you know I think the people that you know like every single match they have can't be like five stars and you know yeah. So, but yeah, that's I mean that would have been my disarmable mention. But I mean. It was a very small segment, but yeah. And and did you have a, an honorable mention, or do you just usually I, do Kevin's? I, I I didn't have one this week. Okay, I didn't right. have time to prepare it this week. I was going to play off of Kevin's and just talk sure. about it. Yeah, but I like Hook as an honorable mention because I think that segment, and I mentioned this off air. I think that segment benefited Ricky Starks more than Hook, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was supposed to. But I really, really like every hook match I see because he generally does something that I've never seen in the ring before. Mm-hmm. He'll reverse holds in ways I've never seen before. He'll stop holds midway through. And I just really like the style they've given him. And it's not it's not a style I've seen before. And so that's why that's why I think he would be my honorable mention this week is he did things I had I hadn't even seen him do before. And it was exciting to finally see him step up to um, an opponent 
a notch above what he's been facing, uh, an opponent who got in some offense. I, I kind of wished it had been a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but the whole thing, the whole segment really did work. I loved the fist bump from Ricky Starks. Um, and so Ricky Starks is definitely in my top five. And, and I think Hook gets that honorable mention right there. So that's a really good one. He, so, um, I, I thought, and the fact that he got to study, we actually saw him sell a little bit for maybe yeah. the first time. That yes, was exactly, yeah, that exactly. I, I like that too. So, but yeah, you're right. Like he, he definitely, like the reason that he's, he's on the honorable mention and not on the actual heat index is because it was about Starks and, yeah. and, and we both had Starks on our actual heat yeah. list. And by the way, um, they are handling hooks so incredibly well. Mm-hmm. But the, the fact that you're putting gold around his waist, but it's not a real belt. It's like the perfect belt to put around his waist to slightly elevate him. And again, it's it's nothing like a like a TNT title where there's rankings or anything like that. So he's not forced into upper echelon competition, but it's a it's a step up. It's a belt that his dad created. It's it's absolutely perfect. And I mm-hmm. loved Rick. Well, we'll talk about Ricky Starks more here in a second. I keep wanting to talk about Ricky, but I, uh, I got to shout out uh, our, our good friend David Lovell, who I believe listens yes. to the show because he um, he predicted that Hook was going to win. The, he's going to be the next FTW champion like six months ago. So saw that I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and David and, was and even it. when they did these little angle a couple of weeks ago, where you know the Lexi interviewed him or tried to interview mm-hmm. him and said, you know, you should get a title shot. And then he asked a bunch of us, like, what title do you think he's going to get? And then I said, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know which title. And then he says, oh, I think it's going to be the FTW title. I'm like, well, it doesn't make any sense because they're in the same stable. Well, they did it and it made sense. Yep. So good, good he, on him. Yeah. He had his thumb on that. By the way, David's doing this awesome, like 500 songs thing where people go on, they pick 15 songs. I was supposed to be on it last week. <laughs> I've got a new job. My new job is insane and I couldn't do it. I just didn't have the time. And I've got I want David to know if he's listening right now, I have not been more excited for a podcast appearance in years because music has been a huge part of my life. Like my first job out of, actually in college was a concert promoter. I managed bands, I promoted major concerts. Like music is such a big part of my life and I've like worked for months on paring this down to where every song was like a meaningful chapter in my life. Like this is the, these 15 songs are like the story of my life in music. And I'm prepared to tell that story. Oh, I'm looking so forward to this. And so it like kills me. It kills me that I haven't been able to do it. And David, I want you to know I'm not blowing you off. I cannot wait to do this show. And, and honestly, I like, I've I've knocked it down to twenty songs. I'm not quite at fifteen <laughs> yet. Also, like I was prepared to make that final cut the day of, but I'm I'm almost there, and I cannot wait. I'm doing a show. Quick sidebar. I'm doing a show uh, tomorrow as as we're recording this. In fact, I may even just record the audio for it when we're done. And yeah. it's I'm presenting songs by Sticks and Three Dogs Night. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, and that'll be on dropping on monday or tuesday you know depending on when you see so it around around the time this show's dropping you correct yeah and it's free and it'll i'll post a link on facebook and uh right. so it'll be me just talking about all these sticks and three dog night songs and the reason was is because david believe it or not sticks was not a big band in the uk they only had one hit and so i was wow. shocked because he has his twofer with the wheel and the different artists and i suggested yeah. sticks and he's like well they only had one hit and i'm like what are you talking about and then <laughs> so then like i looked it up and sure enough they only had one hit in the uk 
And so I, I decided to do this show. And then Three Dog Night was another one that we had talked about a couple months ago where he mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah, make Joy to the World. You know, and it's like, no, no, they had a bunch of hits. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. That's fascinating to me. And, I, and one of the reasons, like, I'm really into – I forget the name the name for it, but I'm really into learning about the UK is because to me it's like an alternate – like, it's yeah. so similar to the US. Yeah. It's like an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing how things progress there just slightly differently. Like, they only got one stick song, really. Well, and that's they, fascinating. They, he had Lulu on his mm-hmm. wheel uh, months ago, like maybe even almost a year ago. And yeah. and I'm like, well, to serve with love and what else? And and me, so then I'm like, and luckily it hadn't been re- requested, so I requested it. And then he's like, she had like 40, top 40 hits. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I looked it up and sure <laughs> enough, she's got 40 top 40 hits in the UK and one go, the opposite. Yeah. The exact opposite of sticks. So yeah, that's, for the, that's it, yeah. fantastic. There's our little well, music a, sidebar. <laughs> that's a really good show for yeah. fans of classic rock to look forward to here. Yeah, and then absolutely. Like, literally within a day of when this show drops. Yeah. Okay. Number five, Kevin Ely has Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, and Chris Jericho had a pretty good week. He had a pretty good week. I am all about, by the way, um, he kind of attached to this in the notes, the Anna Jay turn. Mm-hmm. As long as Anna Jay is dressing as a heel in like <laughs> full body, like latex or whatever that was, I'm all about the Anna Jay heel turn. There, I'm here for it all day long. There's another Bianca Belair comparison with the that, all latex. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it's by accident. I think maybe Jeff was right. Um, so I, when I, you asked me, well, I don't know if you asked me, but I did my own list because I wasn't yeah. sure. I didn't realize Kevin was going to send you notes. So I yeah. had my top five. And then the two guys that I almost put on the list that weren't here are his four and five. But I actually like technically his top three is the same as my top five. And I won't yeah. spoil everything. But the, his next two, Chris Jericho, was definitely one of the ones I was considering. Mm-hmm. And then the the number four was the other one I was considering. So um i didn't have them as an honorable mention because i wanted to put hook in there as an honorable mention by design because of you know just the circumstances so i'm really excited for the i'm more excited than i thought i'd be for the moxley jericho match that's that's they've done an amazing job of putting together a match that a month ago i wouldn't have cared about yeah they've done a a great job of that and i understand why they've done it as Mm -hmm. in when you when you're out Brian Danielson, you're out CM Punk, you're out all these major stars like Moxley and Jericho are the two to elevate. They absolutely mm-hmm. aren't. Orange Cassidy actually came back at a really good time. They've got some real mileage out of Orange Cassidy in some big matches. But Moxley Jericho is a big one, and they've built it up well. And I'm really excited at Moxley saying, I, I like, I don't remember exactly word for word. Like, I don't want Painmaker, I want Lionheart. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm excited about that because it's well, a different Jericho than we've seen lately. And you know what's funny is I, I read the Wrestling Observer and I read every single word. So it takes me a while to get through them. So I'll read the the opening article and maybe a couple more and then I'll kind of put it on my bed stand and then I get back to it, you know, uh, eventually. So I go through them very slowly. And I a lot just, of people don't realize this isn't like a newsletter, like three pages. No. Dave Meltzer's writing a novella every single week. I print these out at work and they print out to like 40 pages of yes. eight point yes. type. So yes. anyways, I just finished an, uh, an edition from February. And this is why I brought it up because I was reading a dynamite recap and 
Eddie Kingston before Revolution cut almost the same promo on Chris Jericho. I don't want the paint. I don't want the uh, the whatever his nickname was at the time, Le yeah. Champion. I don't want this. I don't want that. I want the guy that fought Genichiro uh, uh, Tenru. I want the guy that fought Jushin Look Thunder this. Liger yeah. and all this. And it's funny because I wouldn't have remembered it because I have a but bad memory. Just read it. But I just, just read, read it. it. And then I saw that's this great. promo. But but it was good. I mean, it doesn't matter because most people aren't going to remember that either, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he said that, and then he the other thing he said in his promo that I really liked was that, and this is Moxley who mm-hmm. um, he uh, is, and we're talking about Jericho. But yeah. he also said, Jericho mentioned how he wants to be the first ever two time champion, mm-hmm. but then Moxley took exception to that because he already is a two time champion. But the championship is the interim. And he said, yeah. basically, like, F this interim champion. I'm the champion. That was awesome. Yeah. That is setting up a feud with CM Punk. It absolutely is. And, yeah. and that is a, a match I never thought about wanting. But when that match happens, oh. it is probably going to be the biggest match in AEW history. It's perfect I because really you've got is. Punk as the straight edge guy. And you've got Mox, the guy that had to take six months off to go deal with yeah. an alcohol issue. Literally uh, rehab. Yeah. 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 It's perfect. <laughs> it's. Yeah. And and this is where Punk, I think, is going to turn heel. But we'll see. I hope so. Yeah. I yeah. really hope so. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. So that, number, that was a good choice by Kevin. Number four was well, well earned. I could mm-hmm. see someone putting him higher than four. And that is Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy finally got his kind of clap back at Christian after all these weeks of talking about dead dads and all this. I think one big revelation is that J- Jungle Boy helped like literally dig his father's grave. Yeah. I think that was that was a big topic of conversation online. And you know, and apparently when people are buried like at, at your home or farm or whatever, you know, you can participate in digging the grave. But he it was a great promo. I really, really enjoyed it. Jungle Boy looked amazing this week. Yeah. Uh like I said, that was another one that I was considering for this spot. And mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I didn't, um, there was a few clunky things in the promo. Jeff talked about it on yeah. the Dynamite show. I mean, but overall, it was the best promo he's done in his life. Ever, I'm sure he got ever, some help yeah. probably from Christian. Um, the um, the line, you know, he revealed that Christian had a divorce, which I don't yeah. think anybody knew. You I don't know? think anybody knew. No. Everybody was talking about yeah. that. And that was, was yeah. It was so well timed the way he dropped it about yeah you know he was he's so upset over getting thrown out of a battle royal a year ago and why would he care about that money he's been wrestling twenty thirty years it was oh perfect. yeah I know why you need the money your wife yep. your wife divorced you now this also opens up something and I I I don't know if this is just me picking breadcrumbs that aren't there but mm-hmm. uh, Christian mentioned at the end of the promo he said I know all your secrets. And I'm going to prey on them or something to that effect, right? Yeah. And everybody prey knows. weaknesses. Put it this way. I would say everybody knows. More people know that Anna Jay and Jungle Boy are an item than knew about then, Sky then Blue Sky and Dante Martin. Dante. Yeah. So Christian knows about Anna Jay. Does Christian yeah. go after Anna Jay now that she's a heel and start make a couple with her? And that's how he gets inside Jungle Boy's head. And See, that's really... And that would kind of have Christian yeah. joining the JAS, yep. which would and I mean that would be fine. Member. Yeah, because he'd I mean they're you know they've been longtime friends and they're both Canadian yeah. and you know and and yeah and you'd have Christian and Anna Jay as a couple. 
on-screen couple, you know, making out seemingly or whatever, maybe not making out, you know, if, if Jungle Money knows what's good for him, he'd put the kibosh on that one. But you uh, are a freaking genius. Hey, I you know what? It's, it's it. Kevin, right? It's, it's, it's a, the spirit of Kevin. Yeah, and having absolutely. It you have stepped into his shoes, <laughs> inherited this genius. Yeah. That's brilliant. I had not thought of it at all. But I, I think thought of it at all. I think I I think that I can't think of anything else. You know, like because what, they've established yeah. in one promo that Jungle Boy has a weakness and Christian is a single man. Yep, it's perfect. Yeah, and and I and and, and then Anna J just turned. So your your famous cat has just returned. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, we're not doing video, but yeah, seeing he's... cat butt. I love it. <laughs> oh man. The cat just jumped into a secret portal. Yeah, into some secret room. Oh yeah, and he just jumped like uh, it's amazing when I'm doing the the Grandpa Dez show and he just comes in and out of that portal. I love it. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. It's a real shame we're not doing yeah. video here. So these were yeah, those were like basically would have been my six and seven if if this okay. was a seven hit heat index. And but we're we're gonna establish in a second why this would have been. Yeah, and what what the difference was, and it's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. So now we've got number three, also very well deserved, mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia with the big win over Brian Danielson. A lot of people kind of ups- a lot of people weren't super comfortable with them playing up the brain injury angle. Um, but then a lot of people, I think I saw Brian Alvarez basically say, "Look, we always play up when you know when Trent when when Trent Beretta came back, we they immediately played up in the first match the neck injury." And this, this isn't that big a difference. And I have a feeling if Brian Danielson didn't want to do it, he wouldn't have done it. No. And um, I and I thought that made for a compelling match, a really compelling match. Well, not and only the, – I, I think it was probably his idea. I uh, guarantee you it was his idea. Yeah, guarantee. yeah. So when you say, like, he didn't want to do it. Uh, yeah. Did, you, did it remind you of uh, Owen Hart, Shawn Michaels? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what I'll, immediately came to mind as I was watching. Let me be honest. It didn't at first, but my best friend texted me and was like, "They're doing, they're like, they're doing this," and I was like, "You're, you're freaking right." Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, as I was watching it, it just like because you were legit concerned, you know, at, at mm-hmm. different times, and then it's like, okay, if it was real, they would have stopped it already. Yes. Now, exactly. though, the only thing, and then this is, I'd say it's minor. Um, I thought the announcers should have um, done a, a better job of like screaming, like, you know, literally screaming like a UFC announcer would like, stop, stop the fight, the stop the stop match. The stop the, yep. And they weren't really doing that. And JR usually would. So maybe yeah. he's tired. He had to work the whole show this week. Um, <laughs> you know, and usually yeah, that only was a, does an hour. That was interesting. The fact yeah. they changed that this well, week. Well, it's probably because they that was about. I would say it's just because they started with the world title match and, you know, you got to have JR yeah. on the world title. You've got to have JR yeah. on that, but which by the way, he was much better than usual this week. I thought if so. I remember yep. correctly. Yeah, there he had a couple lines. You know, he always has to get his digs in, but yeah, <laughs> n- none of the uh, you know uh, whatever. Like he's he's he has his different lines that he uses all the time, and yeah. he was pretty good about them. One time he's like when Jericho called Garcia future world champion. Jr's like your future world champion's biting someone right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was you know that was nothing. But yeah, Garcia was incredible and. And I, I struggled with, do I put Daniel Bryan here or do I put Garcia? Because, yeah. I mean, it, it was Garcia's moment, but it was all Danielson. And Bryan sold that, that yeah. whole match. But I chose Garcia way. because yeah. it it was that was Danielson's job was to put Garcia over and he did it. 
yeah. other than the booking. And I would almost guarantee that having H- Hager, you know, and I know, I, I, I know we're going to talk about this later, but I know I'm sure Danielson, if it was up to him, would not have had Hager do that run in that he yeah. did. Um, that yeah, was the only so. thing in the match because I think like the, the and that was when I said it, it didn't was, need it. It no. didn't need it. it. Would have been stronger without it. It was, yeah, and and so it, and and it would have been Garcia would have been stronger. Danielson doesn't lose anything, and uh, but I guess you know maybe they just wanted to protect him and, and give him that one out. Yeah, but uh, one, yeah, um, outstanding. One t- I had Garcia one, at number two uh, oh, on my list, and I've got no problem with that yeah. at all. Yeah. One tiny aside is. Daniel Garcia beat Brian Danielson basically the week after he lost to Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. And to me, this kind of actually elevates Wheeler just the tiniest bit Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Because that's still in everybody's minds. Still and now Wheeler's mind. got a big match coming up. And, yeah. you know, and, and he even pointed out on Rampage, I beat your boy. Yeah. Uh, and what does Danielson think about that? You know, and Danielson's had odds with Kingston and even Moxley at mm-hmm. times. And, you know, so is, is this going to get inside his head? And yeah, yeah so it's yeah, I, I hope very that, good I hope that plays into the storyline. I really hope it does. I don't see how it doesn't. Yeah, like it can't it can't not. And Danielson will make it play into the storyline if it doesn't, because he's a smart guy. Right. Yeah. OK, so you ha- you said you had Garcia number two, right? Yeah. So is Kevin's number two. Was that your number three? That was my number five. Okay, and, and that's the, interesting. And the reason being, and again, like I mean, it was such a good week. And Where, uh, so I mean, Kevin's number two, real quick, Ricky Starks. Yeah, and I've been dying to talk about him. Yeah, we're about to. Yeah, but okay, keep going then. Well, I have him as five, and it's no slight when you find out who my four, three, and one are. Um, yeah. and. And really, I kind of almost have in the same spot as let's, Kevin does. Let's go uh, throw it. Let's throw it out right now. Okay, so We're my talking four, number three, two. One, I have Kev, number Kevin's number one. Kevin's number one is the entire Blackpool Combat Club. Right. And my number four, four is Mox. My number three is Claudio. And my number one is Yuta. So yeah. it's basically the same. I just didn't realize I could just put the whole group. As Kevin, Kevin's one. just pull, trying to pull one over on all yeah, of them. Yeah. So he has seven guys in his group. Here. Yeah. Exactly. He has seven guys in his group. But no, Starks, I mean, this was a big week for Starks. Um, this was now, so the big. only reason I didn't have him higher was because he lost the belt. Yeah. And, you know, but but I mean, even in losing the belt, he was elevated. Um, yes. You know, he had... The, uh, the that, fist bump was a big move. That was big yeah. because yeah. It, it, it's part of the fa- it's part of the face turn. Yeah, and then the the um, the video package at the beginning was incredible. Yes. You had incredible. the rock. His promo... His promo on that title, on on how he elevated that title, yep. was one of the best promos he's done, and he does good promos always. This was the most focused and maybe the most real promo that yeah. Ricky Starks has done. You know, his yeah. promos are always entertaining, and uh, you know, like they're funny, and then you know, and yeah. and they do their job. But this was the first time where he actually, I thought, um, heartfelt, heartfelt, and real. You know, he was talking yeah. from the heart, and it kind of reminded me of. I mean, he's reminding me of the rock, like yeah, 1997, so rock. Yeah. And they even showed like the video package that I referenced earlier. They had a picture in the package where he's wearing a sweater and a, with a gold chain around him. That, that he looks exactly like the rock. rock. Yeah. 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 It's, there's no denying it. And that Only, pose that he does in the middle of his match yeah. is the people's elbow. Like yep. it's, there's so much stuff. And now he's doing a face turn. And I think I have a feeling this face turn is going to be, it's going to be short. He's going to end up churning again 
he's going to turn heel down the road, just like The Rock did. And then he'll do like a year of being a heel and get more and more over as a babyface. When he finally does a real babyface turn in like two years, he's going to be huge. But this, I hope they do the whole rock thing. I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah, and maybe look, the rip. sound, all everything. Yeah, <laughs> the everything. Yeah, I, I Starkman. It is a it is a real shame. He's not like four inches taller. Oh yeah, and and I like think, forty pounds heavier. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, he's he's really good, and it's going to limit him somewhat. But he is so good. He's one of the guys that can overcome those limitations. And he's in the right company. Yes, so absolutely. They, that's not going to hold him back there. So that, that's yeah. a good thing. If he was in the other company, I think you've said before that you think he, or maybe maybe you've been questioning I, me. Like, he seems like he'd be a good fit for WWE, but mm-hmm. he's kind he of small. One of, he would be so small yeah. that in the previous administration, they would have turned no him chance. into a manager and called him yeah. Butch. And he, you know, as in they wanted to do that to Adam Cole and then they did it to somebody else. <laughs> and yeah, he wouldn't have had any shot. Now, you want to know the funny might thing? Be a good option. You know the funny someday. thing about that? Butch that? is over as hell. Really? Little Butch? Oh, that. yeah. Pete Dunne as know Butch that. is it's great. great. Yeah, he's like a little pit bull. It's awesome. Because um, I, I just have, I just assume that after they gave that to Pete Dunne, I was like, oh, that has to be it the name they were going to give to Adam yeah. Cole for them to yeah, they, they said do Bud, the Budge but, joke. Because yeah, yeah. he said when they called him Budge, he said Butch. And he's, they're like, no, Budge. Yeah. And so like that's clearly <laughs> what, what yeah. they had slotted for Adam Cole. Now, this wouldn't have worked for Adam Cole, but it works perfectly for Pete Dunne. But total that's great. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, no, I, I think he's – Everybody's I mean, where they need to maybe be. Maybe a future champion. You know, and then Will Hobbs. So. Will Hobbs is, you know, like he's, cemented his heel turn. It's just great. By the way. His that that clothesline from behind, oh. he laid that in, man. That looks so good, and I love Monster Heel Will Hobbs. I yeah. really, and the fact there's a lot of guys in AEW and some really good wrestlers who very frequently don't quite lay things in as stiffly as they should. <laughs> he went he went all in on that man. It was yeah. perfect. Like they were committed to getting that angle over. It's clearly going to be the first feud. And I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that that team had to break up because I yeah. really like the team. But uh, Hobbs yeah. as a killer heel. Yeah. Uh, I'm all there for that. And he's going to probably need to line up with somebody, you know, because everyone's yeah. in a faction. But there's time. For yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. And and they've kind of separated the entire Team Taz from yeah. Taz. Yep. Without actually saying they're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, because they, they, Taz has been is, on their own for a little while. Taz is Taz clearly is with hook. hook. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Team Taz is maybe where, no more. So. Were you just, since we're talking about that angle right now, we should have talked about it before. Were you disappointed Taz didn't meet Hook at the top of the ramp for, for a hug? Uh, Something like that. You know that. what? I honestly never thought about it. And and I think the the reason is because the whole thing was about Starks. So I think doing yeah. that would have taken away, you know, like you'd think, yeah, you know what, Hook's moment, it's his first title, but it's that not is really only, a title. So, yeah. you know, I mean. That's the only really good argument I've heard against it, and it makes total sense. Now, they can and put I that have, on, uh, you know, Road 2, and you can show yeah. that maybe backstage uh, during the commercial yeah. break. I've they seen had the a photo. Moment. Oh, okay. And I'm sure there'll be a video. I'm sure there'll be a video. That's that a really is good perfect part. for those kind of shows. Yeah. I don't think absolutely. it belonged on Dynamite. So no, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, number one, the Blackpool Combat yeah. Club. Feel free to break it down on each each guy 
that you had in your top five, and let's go through it. Yeah, well, I had. Who Monster. do you think had the? Who do you think was absolute best week though? Wheeler absolute Yuta. best week. Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta. Yuta. That yeah. promo on Dynamite um, was the Wheeler is not the a promo guy. Done. No, and that was a great one. Yeah, it was. I mean, now the only thing that potentially could suck about it mm-hmm. <laughs> is he looks like an idiot if he loses. And <laughs> see, it does. Yeah. And I think he's going to lose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so although if he wins, you know, then we get Yuta and Moxley, which it, at Quake of the Lake, which would be great. So, you know, I, I hadn't thought of that. I yeah. it hadn't entered my brain yet. Paul. Yeah. But, but I mean, Jericho and Moxley is the better ratings thing yeah. and maybe even ticket sales. You know, I, I yeah. made a joke on Twitter. I That's was hoping Jericho would, I was hoping Jericho would, would retweet it, but he probably didn't see it. But I said, maybe there can be 10,000 people from Winnipeg making the trek down to Minneapolis to see that match. Um, kidding. Yeah. I, I, w- I wanted to go like badly. Um, How but, long a trip's that? Six hours. That's not bad. No, no, it's not bad. And That's I mean, it's bad. literally the closest that Dynamite's going to be coming to here. Yeah. But we are actually going to Minneapolis uh, three days before that. Come I'm going on. down to see a Jays game. and This I, is the exact same situation Kevin had yes, for Grand with, Slam. With Grand Slam. And I oh, wanted man. to stay the extra three days. And my wife's like, nope. And uh, yeah. The so, wives. Yeah. The wives of fight game media are ruining so many plans. I know. I know. Oh, now, I, I probably could have gone away with only going to Dynamite if I didn't go to the to the Blue Jays game. But I have. I've yeah. never, I've only seen the Blue Jays play live once in my life and they're my favorite baseball team. So oh, I, wow. yeah, I definitely want to see them and I got tickets awesome. right, right behind the dugout. So yeah, I, uh, but I think they can't go wrong, you know, either way. No, so either way, but I do think Jericho's going to win. <laughs> I think he's going to win. I think yeah. there'll be some JAS involvement in yeah. that. Yeah. And I think that I, you want, you want him to win and Wheeler to almost win yes. and leave it, leave people wondering like, could he have? Could he have done it? You know. But if you do the MMA math, Yuta should probably win. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you know, Yuta talked about. I beat your boy, uh, Daniel Garcia, and Daniel Garcia just beat Danielson. So yeah. you know, and and that's going to be in people's minds. Yeah, I hope they open the show with this match. And it's just like it was. It's kind of the opposite because Daniel Garcia beat a weakened Brian Danielson, but he still beat Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. and he will always have that on his record. Yeah. And I think that's going to kind of be the same thing is that Chris Jericho is going to get the win, but he kind of had to break the rules to get the win. And it's kind of the two sides of the same coin there. But I, I think that people watching, because we just saw Danielson lose to Garcia, mm-hmm. absolutely will have it in their head. You know what? Yeah. Like this guy could win. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. It, yeah. So that was, uh, that's why I had Yuta at number one, um, just now promo. Yeah, Claudio, I I wouldn't have put number one, but I am loving mm-hmm. AEW Claudio. I am R O H Claudio. Yeah, he is so good. Like, and that's mm-hmm. the thing is, I watched R O H Claudio, but it's been so long, I barely remember it. I barely remember R O H Claudio, and well, I'm an R O H been... historian, so I remember it very well. Yeah, you are. Yeah, um, and I have every I'm... day. Follow me on Twitter. I've uh, this day in R O H history. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, Claudio, I had, him at, I had him at, yeah, I had him at number three on my list and, uh, number two in the Blackpool combat club. And oh. that was on the strength of a promo. I mean, that's all he yeah. did, you know, and, and he basically was there to introduce Wheeler Yuta, yeah. <laughs> but, but he still did great. 
Um, and yeah. people forgot that he can cut promos, that he's yeah. pretty pretty damn good at and it. Over. Like, you know, he yes. got the biggest pop on the show uh, just for showing up with his belt. And, uh, yeah. you know, I got a You Deserve It chant. You and, Deserve It, yeah. Yeah, which I'm getting a little tired of that, but uh, he soaked it in. He soaked it's it in. An, it's a really educated crowd Yeah, that's very involved online. And there's been a lot of talk about this being his first world title, yeah. like legit world title. But, but the, I like the... I never mind. You deserve it. I earned this. Like I, yes. I, I love it when they yeah. when they stop the crowd and say that. But Claudio just yeah. kind of soak it in, and that's fine. Like yeah. I don't want to throw I, any shade on Claudio. I really loved watching him soak it in. Like it, yeah. it felt, it looked like it meant something to him. Like Definitely. it really did. Definitely, and I love seeing that. Now the only thing is, and and if and if we want to, you know, skip to the to the end, and this isn't really the the what you talk about on should have been on dynamite, but I thought this should have been on dynamite. Because yeah. more people, twice as many people would have saw it. They didn't show anything from the ROH pay-per-view on Dynamite at all. Um, it's you know, mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. But, but I mean, you're that show was so titles. But that so show heavy. was, but by the same token, that might be why the show was so good. So yeah. it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. And maybe absolutely. I've heard people even say like, maybe ROH is, your Rampage is going to be kind of officially unofficially you know the the roh show and if that's the case hey you know what then that's fine um yeah, yeah. and i mean he still got to cut it in front of the same crowd and and i'm sure it meant I'm, as much to him if to not me more. if if like you're not losing anything by making that roh because it seems like every single week that rampage moves forward in time tony khan gives yeah cares less and less about what's on there like they do not give you even room it is like it's like dark elevation on TV is yeah. all it is. Like yeah. these matches like are the elevation matches, matches from dark part. elevation. Like there's usually one or two matches like the rampage matches on yeah. any random episode. Yeah. 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 Like, and I do not understand it. I do not understand why considering it just makes no sense to me. Well, because, I think, and you know a lot about TV. So, you know, I, I almost, well, they were almost getting, wanted to defer to you and stuff like this, but I think it's a, I think you, you lose either way. Either you put the good stuff on there and then people aren't going to watch it anyways because it's on Friday night. So then your, well, your regular Wednesday fans are upset because they're missing stuff. Yeah. When they put on a good show, they were getting 500,000 viewers. True. And Dave Meltzer was reporting they were they were like the strongest in DVRs. They were getting yep. like three hundred thousand in DVRs. That's almost dynamite numbers, right now, there. You're getting the view. Is that important? Do they care? Like, do the networks care about the DVR yeah. numbers? Oh, they okay. absolutely. Okay, well, there you go. It's there, there you go. Live, live plus three is people who DVR and watch within three days, and that's basically equivalent to watching live. Okay, okay. And well, there so you go. So their numbers were real good. When they were doing that, but now they don't even try and get that five. No, because people probably like, put it on their DVR. And yeah. By and, Monday, and, it's like, oh, I'm not even going to bother watching yeah, it. Yeah. The I'll only reason I DVR it, the only reason I DVR it's because I set it to DVR months ago. Yeah. And if I hadn't, I wouldn't do it right now because I'm not going to miss anything. No, and I'm in Canada, it's, we don't even get to TVR. It's not on TV here. So we have to watch it on an app. And okay. uh, so it's if I remember to watch it. You know, right. and, and luckily, you know, I have a lot of Twitter followers that tell me to watch certain things. So, yeah. Uh, and I thank you for each and every one of you. Um, it's kind of listening. like the whole what should have been on Dynamite yeah. thing, which yeah. started as basically back then there were like there was some really good stuff on Dark and Dark Elevation a little more than there is right now. Although they've been doing some good stuff lately with like the All-Atlantic title and things like that. Yeah. These overseas yeah. matches. 
Um, that's kind of how things are for you with dynamite. Or as I call, as I like to call it, Pox Goofy title. Or Rampage. <laughs> Pox Goofy title is, is my official I, name. I do, for not it. Under, I do not understand that title at no, all. I don't care. I assumed it was a title they set up to lose to New Japan, and we it's didn't lose it to fine. New Japan. He's wrestling cool matches in, in weird arenas all over the world. I'm all there for it. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. No, I love seeing I the love darkened arenas, the smaller yeah. rings. Mm-hmm. I love seeing that. And if and I am all for that and these these overseas Thunder Rosa matches yep. on Dark and Dark Evolution, that gives people a real reason to tune in. Absolutely. And it's a great idea. Okay. And my number other one. I had Mox at number four. And that was okay. just on the strength of I mean, he had maybe the best opening match in uh, Dynamite history against Roosh. Like that was I mean, a great match. Yeah, it was a great, great world title match. Roosh, I love Roosh. Like I'm, I like Roosh a lot more than most people. So yeah, um, you know, this was for me. I know a really Roosh, good match. Like, I have not been super impressed with Roosh so far, but I remember Roosh from back in the day, and Roosh can go. Oh yeah, Roosh can go, and we saw that right here. And um, and it's kind of the same with Andrade, like. He isn't quite where he needs to be or should be, and I'm hoping they all can get get over at the same time with this click that they're slowly expanding. And now they've got Andrade out of the HFHO or whatever, the Hardy yeah. family office deal. I'm glad that's dead and, and buried right now. There's Hopefully. another six-man team, Bruce, Andrade, and Dragon Lee. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I no, I um I I like I said I love Roosh. I always have. I thought like I haven't seen a bad match from maybe even in AW yet. I was a yeah. little concerned here. You know, he's got a reputation for not wanting to do business sometimes, and he yeah. did everything. Moxley gave him a lot. He kicked out of the uh, paradigm shift. He uh, took like a bunch of moves. He powered out of like submissions and ended up like passing out in the middle of the ring. He, he wouldn't yeah. tap, but he did pass out. So, you know, he put, put Moxley over. And then Moxley cut a great promo after the match uh, yeah. against him and Jericho. Had a great promo battle. And this, I mean, the fact that he's only number four in my list just tells you how great of a week it was. This week, yeah. not only was it a great week of wrestling on Dynamite, it was a great week for promos. Absolutely. We saw a yeah. lot of people cut the best promos of their career. Wheeler Yuta, 100% best he's ever cut. Jungle Boy, 100% best he's ever cut. And then we got great promos from Moxley and Jericho and, and all these other people. Yeah. Um, a great one from Claudio, who's not really known for promos. I thought Rampage this week was maybe the weakest in-ring show um, for AW, like maybe yeah. ever. But like- it wasn't my least favorite episode of Rampage yeah. because of no. the promos. Um, yeah. And and the the video packages and the music video and you know so yeah. like overall it was a better wrestling show or a better pro wrestling show with not the greatest in ring wrestling yeah I mean they're the matches I, they weren't bad they I enjoyed I enjoyed the best friends match yeah um I thought it was decent I thought it was pretty good yeah it was um, a elevation main event and yeah Anna J I thought stepped her game up a yep. little bit. Yep. It was it was maybe her I don't have the clearest memory of it, but it was one of her better matches because yeah. I've seen a lot of garbage Anna J match. I think maybe she had a good match with Jade, but I might be remembering that wrong. 
Um, she had an okay match with Jay. Yeah, this was, was okay. this was good, you know, and, yeah. and and this was fine. Like it maybe was the best match on the show. Was it you who were saying like you're worried they or you're you think they might be building her towards a title <laughs> shot? I think because that I, I didn't say that. that. I said I think I she's the next shook. champion. Oh think, my god! Yeah, I think she's gonna oh be Thunder god. Rosa. Like I don't know when. Um, maybe Revolution. Um, I, I think I think beating Ruby Soho clean in the middle was the first step to to doing that. So, um, but, it but makes they, sense. Yeah. Everything you're saying makes sense. I know it's just that too doesn't soon. mean Wait. that doesn't mean I'm even remotely okay with it. And I like Anna Jay as like not as a wrestler, as a character. I like I like her Dark Order stuff. I like her interactions. Let me ask but you she this: She has progressed the least of like all the women in AEW. Oh, Some of the women in AEW have gone backwards. Yeah, Sky Blue, um, maybe. I think Thunder Rose has gone backwards. Ty Conti, maybe in ring. Ty's gone sure. backwards. Personality wise, she's she's ahead. Um, yes. Now, would you say this? Do you think she's less ready than Jade was when she won the title? I don't think so. That's a really good question because yeah. I thought Jade was clearly more limited. Yeah. But they did a good job of of her only using the moves she could do well. Right. Which were very basic moves, very much a Goldberg situation. And um, Anna Jay's a heel and she's yeah. got that submission move, which is pretty hard to screw yeah. up. So, yeah. you know, she could but then you can't have both of them be champions and and you know, like no. that would so Jade would have probably have to lose because you want to have at least one of the women be a really right. good worker, like a Serena Deeb. Okay. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Who if if Jade has to lose and Anna Jay is going to get a title shot or going to get a title yeah. reign. Who would you like to see beat Jade Cargill? Sasha Banks. <laughs> That's a great answer. I, I didn't see that coming. That's great. Yeah. I was going to go with Chris Statlander, even though she has I, not been in the best. Statlander's fine. Promo situations. Yeah. Um, Sasha Banks would be phenomenal. I, I thought Statlander was the one and maybe she still is, but I think they missed their window around double or nothing time. I think AEW has a bad habit of missing windows because they have, again, I've said this many times on here. They, I think they have solid plans going forward like a year mm -hmm. and they bring in new people like Swerve who are, who come in immediately hot and it's like, yeah, we're going to definitely do something with this guy in six months to a year. And I feel like they missed the window on Thunder Rosa. I think she came in a year too late as champion and um, I think they did with Chris Statlander as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. What else? What have we not talked about here? I think um, we did the whole heat index. We did the whole heat index. And the thing is, the heat index took care of most of Dynamite. I'm seeing if there's... Pretty much, yeah. You know what? Let's... We are pretty far into the show. We're an hour and six minutes in. I want to. I want us to be out at, at an hour 30... Okay. What did you think of the Acclaims rap video? I didn't think that much of the actual video. The rap was pretty good. Yeah, that, that was almost exactly the comment I made on Twitter. I thought like okay. the, the, the actual song, the beat, uh, the track, whatever you want to call yeah. it, I would listen it was, to that in my car. Like yes. it, it was great, but it wasn't much of a promo. No, <laughs> you know, no. like there was no zingers or anything like that. And but like the video, I kind of expected more from the video. They're just yeah. kind of hanging out on local street there or whatever. There was something going on with some guy. I didn't know who he was and they were Me doing either. stuff it with was, him. And I imagine I maybe missed something. And It looked like they had a lot of fun filming. Yeah. It. 
Yeah. But the the song was good. The song, the song was, was really great. strong. If you and, listen to his stuff, um, yeah. uh, our, uh, I don't know if you're uh, my friend. I, I don't know if he's your friend, but Promise Thomas uh, has a I great show. Promise on, Thomas. He has a great show on F4W online called Left My Wallet. And he interviewed Max, okay. uh, Max Caster uh, about a year ago. And he played five tracks of his from mm-hmm. like nothing to do with wrestling, just his yeah. regular tracks. They were awesome. It's like a mix of Drake and Eminem. And so, yeah, this isn't a PN news situation. No, no, no. This guy can rap. This guy, Lady and gentlemen. Yeah, this this guy is really good. And and this was this sounded like those tracks. So I hope he releases it. I'd buy it. I I don't think any team. I download it and listen for free. But. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I don't think any team has gone so far for me from me not being interested in them at all to me them being totally over and I'm so excited when they when they step out onto my TV as the acclaimed like I like and I can kind of there were like there were errors were like okay the, I'm kind of getting into the raps like I'm kind of getting into that but then there was like that day and I remember it cuz my my best friend the same thing he said the same thing like this episode of dynamite and it was a few months ago it felt like they were a legit tag team and they could compete for the, the belts one day was that, uh, like was that the day one they were over. with FTR, maybe? or It might have been. I yeah. can't remember. They, for me, I've kind of felt that way about them the whole time. So I'm just happy uh-huh. that they're finally nice. there. Like, yeah, that's a like good I, call. That's a yeah, great call. I've just always liked them. Like I just felt like they were they had something. And I said yeah. right from the start that Max Caster is going to be a superstar. I'm yeah. just not positive it's going to be in wrestling. Right. Um, he may be like a like a Drake, you know, who yeah. started as like an actor on a Canadian TV show and ended up as yeah. the biggest star in the world. You know, like I just I'm really impressed with that dude. And there's there's and never Bowens been a better is, time. Yeah, Bowens is now Bowens has come a long way as yeah. well. Yeah, because everybody was talking about Caster at the beginning. He 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 was featured with the raps, and really, like Anthony Bowens, like got over. Just yelling, the acclaimed has arrived. Yeah, and then doing the scissoring in the tongue, the and it's totally over. Like yeah. he has come so far, and then the so in ring, little the wrestling yeah. is is you know he's the better of the two, yeah. in in the ring. So he's got that going too. So I think they're yeah. a great team. Um, they're a little older than you probably think. So that really? you know, yeah, like the, the okay. early thirties. Okay, um, that, you know, that's, but that's but that's solid. not too bad. You know, especially yeah. in that division like you know guys are going to be wrestling probably into their mid 40s at the very least because they don't they only wrestle once or twice a month with an AEW schedule man you can go for a while by the way one thing i want to throw out real quick for anybody did watch rick flair's last match today um i didn't see much i saw like a a little of the beginning and a little of the of the main event jeff jarrett looks phenomenal jeff jarrett he can still go i saw him last night refing he was awesome yeah, like he he's the body is still solid, yep. like everything. Didn't expect that. Really didn't expect that. If you look behind me in the video that no one else can see, you'll see Nature Boy flat on his back. So I assume that's how he ended the night <laughs> as well. Oh, well, he did, but he ended the night, spoiler warning everybody, with a figure four leg lock locked in, won the night. Awesome. Won the match. Awesome. Yes. So I was gave hoping him that. The only thing I wanted to see was if Triple H was going to show up. I don't know. I imagine he didn't. I've got to say, like, ringside, front row was, I would be pissed if I was second row because it was like The Undertaker, Mick Foley, no. Bret Hart, all three in a row. Oh, my like, gosh. It was, 
wild. The number, like the, the the the, and then of course we also had Kid Rock at ringside. So Ric Flair cuts a big promo on hanging out with Kid Rock, and 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 we were just like me and my friend were like, man, nothing nothing says like Ric Flair's legacy like Kid Rock. I might, but this um, thing now. it was it was star studded. It was star studded, and I would not want to be the guy sitting second row right behind the Undertaker and Mick Foley. Hey, Mark, can I get your autograph? <laughs> Fuck off, kid. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's see. Um, Ethan Page, Leon Ruffin. You wanted to say something about I that? I did. I did. They had okay. a match on um, Elevation a couple weeks ago. That was awesome. They went like seven minutes. Ethan Page, like, you know, he sold for him. Like, Leon Ruffin was like the best babyface in the world. They had like a three star match, like on Elevation. I see that. I want to see that. And then this match was nothing. Like, I, you know, I, I was so disappointed because I figured, well, the reason they put it on Rampage is because they had such a great match on Elevation. Yeah. My only guess is that they probably had to cut time because there was so much That's going on that. in this show. And, and they might not have even cut the time, they might have just edited the match down. And we got, uh, we got yeah, it's hard to say, but uh, yeah. when I heard the recap, like the spoilers, it, it sounded like this was a nothing. Okay. Match. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. Um, because Ethan page has real personality that we don't get to see yeah. very often. And I've seen it most in his appearances on other people's vlogs every now and then I'll, I'll check out his and he's got, he's got the look, he's got the personality he can wrestle, but AEW doesn't necessarily show all that no. all the time. And he's one of the guys that even before the the new administration, I thought there was talk WWE was interested. And I thought he he might be better served going to WWE. And right now, for sure, if they're still interested, I could see him getting a, a bigger a bigger role there. I said I said a little while ago that if you put Ethan Page in the same spot that Austin Theory is in. Yeah, he's a megastar right now. Yeah, absolutely. He's got I agree. so many more tools than Austin. I remember Theory. you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the other interesting thing about this match was Stokely Hathaway was um, was scouting him, and there was yeah. no Dan Lambert, there was no Scorpio Sky. So I wonder is, I was wondering is about that, that whole thing done, and you know, and then I'm whether they if, team up Moriarty with Ethan yeah. Page. Like I was really odd, excited for not only Page Van Zant maybe making a move because I think it's the smartest move for Page Van Zant is pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. But also Kayla Harrison looked yeah. really good early on, and I would hate for that all to be gone um, because, you know, Paige didn't have the best match in her match at Double or no. Nothing. Um, I heard and I, Kayla, and I hope- Kayla had a really good time, but, mm-hmm. you know, she's making pretty good money right now in PFL, yeah. waxing uh, tomato Nobody's. Cans. Yeah, yes. she's getting a million dollars a year to to beat like losers so that's yeah. a pretty good gig and i'm not sure she's that gonna make that gig. i'm not sure she's gonna make that in pro wrestling I, but she's I got really the personality hope, she's the best yeah. promo in mma right and now. she's got the, and she's got the size yeah she's yep. really got the size to to be a dominant pro wrestler um i hope that when she's done uh demolishing tomato can she would like i would love to see her against amanda nunez and a couple of other yep. like cyborg then couldn't come to pro wrestling but with Paige, again, Paige wasn't the best striker. She goes into bare knuckle. She, it was never going to go well. It hasn't gone well. I know she's making a lot of money do, for doing, like, you know, commentating things like that. But to me, with her background in dance and things like that, I think pro wrestling is the best move long term, whether it was with AEW or WWE. 
And I just want her. I like her. I've interviewed her a number of times. She's a very sweet, cool person. And I would, and I just want her to have a successful career using her athleticism, which I know she wants to do. And to me, that bet the best place for that's pro wrestling since she's not a striker, really not yeah. a striker. No. And, and uh, um, bare knuckle fighting is ruining her moneymaker. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, Looking ahead, we've got the undisputed elites going to be returning, I believe, this week. Yep. I hear Cole and O'Reilly are not cleared. So anybody that thinks they're going to be wrestling is right. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, you know, it's, I'm hoping that they are back right now to help start build the build for the Mm -hmm. trios titles. And um, with the idea that they'll probably be cleared by the time that that tournament starts or maybe or maybe even they say you know what we're not cleared but we're going to be there at the end waiting for the first champions that also is really good that's a great idea well because i mean uh, this tournament is going to be starting anytime i'm surprised they're not like there's a match on well the match that they had on rampage could have been a first round tournament match it was best friends orange cassie against jay lethal's wacky crew like that should have been something no, absolutely. There's something that I forgot to talk about before we get back into sure. coming up, and that is Wardlow came out to protect. Yeah. Uh, was it Best Friends? It was Orange Cassidy. It was Orange Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was a surprise. I didn't expect, like, I didn't expect him to be the classic babyface who's coming out to protect babyfaces who he's not necessarily aligned with. No, I mean, where they had do you that think ma- that's going? Well, they had that match last week and, you know, it maybe kind of ended in mutual respect. Yeah, um, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, but I, I mean, love that match, by the way. In terms of where it's going, like, I don't know, because, I mean, you you, you immediately would think the trios tournament, but they've yeah. already got a trios team, you know, yeah. I mean, it's maybe the most natural trios team in the whole company. Absolutely. And so what is, how does Wardlow fit? I don't know. And then even on the other side, like you've got three people there. So where does Wardlow fit? Unless now I was going to say, um, well, to me, it's like you, you're kind of building potentially Wardlow Satnam thing. Yeah. Which by the way, Satnam wasn't the worst big guy I've ever seen. But when he was outside the ring and they were trying to knock him off and he was like waving his arm <laughs> in the air, that was so bad. That was so, so But terrible. in the ring, like he only did like two or three moves, but they look great. He did that one that's cross body. And yeah. I mean, he's he's athletic. And he they, was. That's what I meant. He yeah. was not bad. This wasn't yeah. El Gigante. You or, know? or even Omos. In yeah, WWE. exactly. Yeah. And this I was, don't think he's been training long. And 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 I've said this before, but. There's probably nowhere better for a guy like that to be than a company where he can train with Big Show and Dustin Rhodes. Yep. Um, who are both roughly his size, give or take. Yeah, um, and, and Mark Henry can give him some yeah. tips about how to work as a big man and Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's QT's a really good great trainer and yeah. So thank God. And and the group he's with, I mean, you know, having two guys that are, you know, on the smaller side and in, in Dutton yeah. Saint, or Dutton Lethal just make yeah. him look so Making much. Making him look like yeah. yeah. I don't know what his actual height is. It can't be seven four, but um I'm, he looks yeah. I think it's seven three. Really? I, I could okay. be wrong, yeah. Um I mean because he, he looks like the a, NBA. He looks like a million bucks. And I think I was saying, might have been last week, like we've gotten all these big guys who were maybe a little out of shape or not quite proportioned. He is like the most well-proportioned giant 
maybe in the history of wrestling since like very young big show yeah yeah like he like he just looks like a monster who's really big um and doesn't have like a growth disorder or anything like that he he looks like a million bucks and i'm Wikipedia excited to see how far seven we foot go. four i don't know if that's true or not but that's what we, i that, mean let's say that means he's between seven and seven four i mean if you say he's a he's, huge dude you tell me he's two feet taller than uh jonathan grisham i have no that's don't fair. have a hard time yeah. believing that so yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah okay so uh let's see what else do we have coming up wheeler universe chris jericho winner yeah, face of moxley quake by the lake what do you think of quake by the lake what do you think of that name I think it's ridiculous, but so bad, I mean, so, so this ridiculous. week coming up is like, it's just nothing like it's not, there's no special title. I guess I can skip it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's maybe the first just regular dynamite in months. Again, I've said yeah. this before. If you're going to have all these special dynamites, if you're going to have bash at the beach in the dead of winter, like give us a schedule so we can look forward to them and they feel like old school clash of champions, whatever. Don't just throw them out every week where like, I'm watching Road Rager. I didn't even know it was coming. I had no clue when I tuned into Road Rager. It was Road Rager. I didn't and know Battle of the Belts was coming until Excalibur mentioned it on Rampage. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and that's next week. So I guess we do have a special I thought it show was, this week. I thought it was months away. Yeah. I really did think yeah. it was September or October. I had n- no, literally no. no idea. When they Battle announced. Battle August 5th. Yeah, that's this. That's and like tomorrow's less August than a week 1st. away. Six days away. <laughs> Come four, on, man. Four days away as people are going to be listening to this, probably. Oh, like, that means I'm not going to be able to watch it live. No, me neither. I, I don't even, oh. because I'm going to be in Minneapolis watching the Blue Jays. So, um, I've got On Patrol live every Friday and Saturday, <laughs> 9, 8 Central. For well, I don't hours. think it's, I think it's a taped show anyways. So, technically, yeah. you wouldn't be watching live even if you did watch it. Battle live. of the Belts, to me, is one of the biggest disappointments in AEW. When I first heard they had, I thought, Again, I'm a WCW guy. Yeah. I'm from the South. I thought Clash of Champions. And then when I heard one hour, I thought, okay, they'll probably do like a one hour pre-show on YouTube. Nope. Yeah. Just an hour. Yeah. Just two or well, three matches. I thought it was going to be live. And and it turns out it's it's actually yeah. it's, it's just basically an, another episode of Rampage. This is basically yeah, what, exactly it is with, what it with is with title matches. Although this one, I mean, you know, we we do we are getting a pretty awesome world title world title match. Uh, yeah, you know, on this one's maybe show. feels like it's building to be the best one yet. Okay, let me run through these: Acclaim versus Gun, Gun Club in a dumpster match. Yep, you know, yep. I've seen Jeff a lot Hawkins of wrestling matches on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a dumpster match. You didn't see the one seen. with uh, with uh, the uh, New Age Outlaws against. Uh, uh, Mick Foley and uh, Chainsaw Charlie on Raw in nine, 1998. It was on my birthday. If I did. I have forgotten it. If oh. I did, I for, I probably saw that. But oh I don't no, no, you know what it was? It was at WrestleMania that year that they had the dumpster match. But they did the angle on Raw where they threw okay. them in the dumpster and threw them off the stage, and then they I did the dumpster. I missed a lot match. of manias in that period. Oh, okay, a lot of manias. So I don't think I've yeah. ever seen that. Yeah, maybe I can catch that before this it, match. Don't bother. Um, Thunderstorm <laughs> versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Um, yeah. I'm really excited that Britt's back yeah. and Jamie Hayter is one of the most wasted talents in AEW. I would really like to see her regularly having some singles matches because she's pretty, pretty damn good. Um, at least in my opinion, Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal has the potential to be an exceptional match. I didn't even know that um, was happening until you yeah. mentioned it. <laughs> Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Oh. Not an exceptional match. <laughs> and then Powerhouse Hobbs in action, which means a squash match 
which could be very fun. That should be um, awesome. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe we'll get the aforementioned Leon Ruffin. Exactly. Yeah. So Battle of the Belts is also going to have Claudio Castagnoli versus Kanosuke Takeshita. Yeah. That's really exciting. That's going to be two really good matches. I would all think out coming pro- up in a month. Probably a Jade match maybe on there. and I could see that because yeah. there, you don't have long Jade matches. Well, there's 23 um, titles, so they'll find some belts. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. My God, there are their belts available. Yeah, we still have uh, we still have the Triple A mixed tag uh, duo oh, of Sammy yeah. Guevara and Ty Conti rolling around. Um, let's see. Literally. So I don't have a should have been on Dynamite this week. Unfortunately, I've not been able to watch anything. Uh, Kevin had uh, Kanoshka Takeshita versus Nick Wayne and the full FTR post ROH interview which absolutely everybody should try and catch that. You well, I don't know week? about that being on. Is he, if he's talking about the one in the ring, I don't think they can put that on Dynamite. Yeah, I don't think uh, they could air that. Yeah. Might lead to some issues. Yeah, but uh, I would say for me, I, I guess I mentioned it earlier, it would be this should have been on Dynamite, should have been the clips that they showed on Rampage, the highlights of some of the action from the ROH pay-per-view. Yeah. Because I, I would I, think that most people – um you know, like if you didn't order the pay-per-view, you would probably want to definitely see some highlights of that uh, Briscoe's yeah. match, uh, maybe the Serena Deeb, Mercedes Martinez match. I have a feeling that probably the reason they didn't is because they can't show the Briscoes. Yeah. If they can't show the Briscoes, then they don't want to show all the others and it'd be really yeah. noticeable they didn't show the That's Briscoes. a great point. I, I didn't even think of that, but you're probably right. Um, and, and that's a shame. It's yeah. a shame. Um, the, I didn't. So I thought the first Briscoes match with FTR was better. But that was a very good Briscoe's match. Yeah, it, I think it was like Kevin put it one in one a, and yeah. and I, it's hard for me because I saw one live, so it's hard for oh. me. Like I'm trying to like, in my mind, downplay it because I think yeah. being there live makes it better. So I'm trying yeah. to factor that in, and, yeah. and I really did like the match. Like I, yeah. it's maybe the best two out of three falls match I've ever seen. Yeah, I would it was- say. <laughs> I would say if that, you haven't seen it and you do and you love great tag team wrestling, you need to see both of these matches because yeah, they're absolutely. phenomenal. And I'm they're the phenomenal person matches. that started the tag team wrestling chant at the ROH show. The uh, the That's first one. Right. Yeah, I, I do think the first one was better because outside of maybe an individual like rock and roll versus Midnight Express match I saw as a kid. I don't like as an adult. I don't think I've seen a better tag team match than that first one. And I and I remember saying the same thing for the uh, the the match with um, Kenny and Adam Kenny and Adam versus the Young Bucks. That might that be. Got oh. wall. I mean, I thought thought that was better. I thought yeah, FTR, it's hard. It's hard to say. Like boys was better. Both so good. Both so good. It's yeah. Again, we're we are all lucky and blessed to live in an era with this level of tag team wrestling because I didn't think we'd ever get it again. And we're getting amazing matches every year, every couple months on TV. And uh, I'm seeing, and again, seeing these uh, guys, Dax and Cash, fighting like eight-year-old girls. Yeah. It's awesome. It's exactly right. Fighting like eight-year-old girls. And um, I'm really hopeful that we get a, an inc- a much improved WWE tag team division yeah. moving forward. And I'm, I'm excited for wrestling right now, if Me you too. can't tell. And yeah. all right. We are we are almost out of time. I think that wraps it up for the night. From me, from Paul Fontaine, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody, and we hope to see you back here next Monday. Have a good one. Later.